Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Jared Bell from I Got Your Six Podcast at also Red Pill University. This right here is season nine, motivation and things that are going to enrich you and inspire you. First thing I want to tell you right now, it's moto time. Hey, remember this, rich people, poor people, poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about when it comes to tax time, don't forget to pay your bills. Hey, don't rob Peter to pay Paul. Hey, do me one more favor. Hey, remember this, time is money. Money is time. Wasting time. You're just wasting my money. We don't want to do that. All right. Hey, also, remember this. Playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. That's from the movie Friday. Remember that. Look that up. That's a quote. Big Worm was saying that to Smokey. Another quote that I want you to understand and look at and take a heed to this one. For lack of a better word, ladies and gentlemen, greed is good. You don't want me. You need me. And for lack of a better word, greed is good. That's from the movie Wall Street, Michael Douglas. He played Gordon Gecko, a Wall Street type. Remember that. Think about that, all right? That's going to help you. That's going to benefit you. Remember those those affirmations. Those are things that you need to understand. Let's dig in right now. Hey, listen. And I want you to dig into this right now. And I want you to dig in. I want you to dig deep, all right? Listen carefully. Today is a day that I want you to realize... Today is a day, today is a day for the rest of your life. I want you to understand something. Nothing in life will ever be as hard as as you will ever be. Unless, unless you put in the effort. Look, allow me me to give you an analogy. Allow me to give you a simple uh, analytic analogy. Listen, if you want to be successful, you can If you want to live a better life, you can. If you want to lose weight, you can. For those who want to. But if you but it but if for some reason you can't, you just can't. Listen, here's here's the thing. There's some people they can lose weight. There's others that just can't. (laughs) Your choice in life is what you do. I'm not here to tell you what you can and can't do. What I am going to tell you is this. If you want to be successful, go out and get it. Grab the bull by the horns. Yes, chase your dreams. Never put your dream... Some people tell you, put your dreams in a box. No. Don't let no one know your dreams. Yeah, well, yeah, I do say that. But here's what I want you to do. Listen carefully. Write this down. Get your notebook. Write this down. Start writing down. If you're part of Red Pill University, you already should have a notebook. Trust me, Red Pill students always have a notebook. If you're a part of the Red Pill University and you're listening to this, you are awesome because you're you're enriching yourself. Let me tell you something about the one tenth, the one tenth, the one percent of all successful people do that no one else does. Never quit your day job while trying to conquer the world. I say that because it is a true statement. Let me tell you something, Elon Musk. Never quit his job. Jeff Bezos just stepped down from his job. Bill Gates, three years ago, just stepped away from his job. Like I'm telling you, here's another one. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg still works for his company, Meta. What I'm telling you is that never quit your day job while conquering the world. The most successful, one-tenth of one percent of all successful people keep their jobs. telling you, that's how life is. That is the greatest thing you could ever do is by doing it like that. Creating that abundance. Let me tell you something. Mark Zuckerberg only takes $1 from his company. But in return, he has shares in his company. And his company pays his cell phone, 
company pays his utilities, company pays his, his expenses like travel and stuff, and he speaks another language. Allow me to tell you something. You want, <coughs> excuse me, you want to be successful? I got you. Let me tell you, let me cut it to the chase. You want to be able to be the person that you want to be? You want to be this badass person? Watch this. Listen carefully. Very, very careful. Learn a new language. Let me tell you the language you need to learn. Language of business. And what is the most common language in business that people need to learn? Mandarin? Yes. Cantonese? Yes. Szechuan? Yes. Faoshi? Hell to the yes. Yes. Learn those languages. Because when you learn those languages, guess what? You will be a better person. True statement. True story. That is the language that you need to learn because that is what business people learn. To be successful, you need to learn those languages. That is the key to being successful in business. Learn that language. Seriously. That is the language you need to learn as far as when it comes to being business savvy. The reason why? Because most business manufacturing plants are made where? China. Yes, Shaoxin, Shexheni, Wuxia, Muaxin, Well, I don't know what I'm saying. Hey, just, I'm just saying it's Chinese. Hey, it's Chinese, not Japanese. Konnichiwa. Ohio Gazimus. That's Japanese. Difference. Then, Shexheni, that's Chinese. Okay. Now, I do not know other languages. I'm not going to try to be like, oh, I know Korean. No, I know. You speak Korean? No, I do not. But, learn that language. Great language to learn. It's a great business language to learn. Because if you're owning, if you're running a business, if you're running a business, that is the language you need to know. Because that's the language of corporate America, especially when it comes to running a, say for instance, <laughs> say for instance, you want to own a business like, um, I'm going to give you an example. Let's say you want to own a manufacturing plant where you want to sell makeup. Well, Chinese, China makes makeup. There you go. You want to get your cheap makeup made in China? There you go. You want to get clothes made, made in China? There you go. They'll make it for you. But here's a catch. I'm going to tell you something. I'm not knocking China. They're great capitalists. Capitalism is at its finest. I'm not knocking that. But here's what I'm going to tell you. Let's say you are starting your business. You're manufacturing your product. You've got this idea. This product is nowhere in the world has ever seen this product. Okay? Nobody's ever seen it. And you found a supplier. You found a manufacturing plant in China that can manufacture it for like 100 bucks. No, say say. Say it, 50 bucks. But you're selling it for $1,000. And it's worth more than 1000 But you're only selling it for 1000 And you're getting it manufacturing for 50 bucks. Can't beat that. So, guess what? China goes over there and they've never seen that product. They've never seen that design or anything. So that manufacturing company gets your blueprint, your schematics and everything. And guess what? They go and they manufacture it. Oh, here's the problem. 
a couple, say a whole bunch of your products doesn't pass quality. So what do they do with that product? They turn around and they put that product in quality control and they rebrand it under another name and sell it for half the price. You're selling it for a thousand, they sell it for like 500 or 200 just to get just to get a quick sale. Fix the problem that you didn't like because your quality control is really rigorous. Well, because you want best, you want quality over quantity. See what I mean? Not bad. We're not knocking you. Not saying anything wrong with that. But that's just how that's how that is. So if I were you, <coughs> we're not knocking China. Like I said, don't ever knock China. China does a lot of good. They make a lot of good products. If you go to Walmart, ninety percent of their products made in China by U.S. companies. That's how it is. Or it's made in Mexico or Bangladesh or India. Vietnam, Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, yeah. It's made in places like that. Why? I don't know. But this is how companies are. I will rare, I mean, it's rare to find companies that are making, it's rare to find textile companies in America. It's rare to find companies that can manufacture products. There is, I'm going to tell you like this. It's rare to find a manufacturing company in America, in the U.S., United States of America, that actually can make the products that we have. Rare. Very, very rare to find. But but it is, you can find it if you look hard enough. Like, uh, where? That's what I always say, where? Really, Where? But you never know. My thing is, you never, ever know. I'm just saying. You just don't know. Like I said, you really don't know what you're looking for. That's what I mean. You don't know until you actually get out there. That's what I'm saying. But you will find it. Now. Now you understand what I'm talking about when I say about companies and manufacturing and stuff. And how the manu... Oh, oh, Jesus. Get up that one. Sorry, I was I was reading something. My bad. I do that a lot. I I, I tend to do that because I'm constantly trying to educate myself. Always be educating. Listen, write a good book. Read a good book. Always read a good book. Sure, you will love it. Always read a good book. One of the best books you ever can educate yourself. Read a good book. Let me tell you. Let me tell you a good book you need to read. Can't hurt me by David Goggins. Great book. Some people said that book by um, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Is that a great book? A lot. I, a lot of people have told me it is a great book. I always ask this question. Have you ever been successful from that book? Somebody said, well, no, I really haven't. Um, no, well, it's just that it's just a mindset kind of thing. Really? Oh, good. Maybe I should write a book. I think I will. I might just do that. I gotta get the software. I got a laptop. I might have to get software. I might have to get. I might have to get voice editing software and and put it in my, put it in my laptop. Yep. I might just do that. Yep. I might just have to do that. Write my book. I can write it and put it in PDF form and then stick it for Amazon, a Kindle. But then again, I want it hard. I want it in paperback. 
I do, I do like paperback. Sorry, just, just that's just who I am. But you know, hey, tweet your song. But listen carefully. Oh, one other thing. Like I said, when I tell you about how these successful rich people do, another trick that the rich people do. Here's another trick that the rich stay rich. Here's a way how rich people stay rich. And you want to know, and, you, and this is the one thing that you need to know. Rich people act like they broke. I'm dead serious. I sat there and I met, I sat there one day, I was at the airport. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm standing there waiting for my flight. And while I'm waiting for my flight, I saw this business tycoon guy. This guy was successfully wealthy businessman. He was like rich in his own right. So I go and I spoke to him and I said, hi. I asked how is he doing and stuff. And he looked at me and he said, he's great. And the phone that he had was an outdated phone. And I go, you don't have the, you're rich. You don't have the newest phone. He says, my phone didn't break. My phone does what does what I needed to do. I could talk, I could text, I could surf the internet. I'm good. Why do I need the newest phone? I, uh, I, don't, I don't know why everybody, if everybody was like me, a lot of people would be rich. And that's how he put it. He said, everybody acted like him, a lot of people would be rich. He said, sometimes you only upgrade unless it's going to benefit you. That's when you upgrade. You don't upgrade because it's the newest fad or anything. I was like, oh, okay. I understood. I understood his, I understood his motivation and why he said that. He made me realize something. So I was like, good. And I understood that. And I, and I totally agree with him. So basically what he was saying is, always you want to be successful... You want to have more money? You got to act like you're broke. Meaning that when you go to the grocery store, instead of buying name brand stuff, got to buy the store brand stuff. A lot of people will say, I hate store brand stuff. You'll never be successfully wealthy. Me, on the other hand, I'm going to be, I will never be wealthy because my better, my people that are around me, their hands are always out. Their hands are always out. And they're always telling me, I don't eat that. I only eat name brands. I only eat name brand. I'm trying to build my, trying to build this stuff, and they don't care. They said they, they, all they care about is the here and now. They don't care about the future. I care about the future because I'm thinking longevity. They don't care about that. So I actually took time out and I bought me some stocks. Yeah, I bought some stocks. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people say, well, that's kind of a, yeah, I could have took that money and bought something else. Yes, I could have, but I bought some stocks. And guess what? I'm going to do that every now and then I get extra money, I'm going to buy some stocks. So I want to live my life. Because I got I to gotta be able to take care of this longevity. True, true. I got to do that. Hey, listen up, everybody. I got to go and I got to pay some bill. I got to pay the water bill right quick. That's why I'm cutting this a little bit short. So, everybody, each and every one of y'all, I love you. I appreciate you. I hope you listen out there. Red Pill students, you watching this, you listen to this podcast, you're doing great. For all you people from around the world that are listening to my podcast, I appreciate you. I thank you. I love you. Hey, keep spreading my podcast around. We're growing organically. I love you. All right. Hey, this is J.R. Bell from from I Got Your Six podcast. Bravo Six going dark.